You want to go first? Sure. Okay. All right. I love coffee. I love my fuzzy slippers. Ooh. I love the sound of a well-struck golf ball. <laughs> I love the kids picking fruit and vegetables in our garden outside. Hmm. I love apples. I love Reese's peanut butter. Hmm. I love family time and jokes. Like when you're just sitting around and telling jokes with the family. I love Settlers of Catan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love ooh Jeep Rubicons. Ooh yeah. I love backpacking. Yeah, totally. You stole that one. That was good. <laughs> um, I love... Ooh, I love physical intimacy. Mm, <laughs> I love sexual intimacy. Oh. Okay, yeah, you just got right down to it, didn't you? <laughs> um, I love... I love my church. I love my kids. Mm, I do too. I love my, all my family. I love all my family. <laughs> yeah, the you got a, whole, you, you got a whole big family. family. Our yeah. text is called the whole family. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. And yep, you look down sometimes and you have like 150 unread texts. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's awesome. Well, yeah, okay. Because then you get to like I be flooded with all this love. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> So it's interesting how we use the word love in the English language. Yes. There and we didn't rehearse that, by no, the way. <laughs> that was just, we're going for it. We said, let's just say all the things we love. Uh, we didn't say all of them because I love ping pong and I love. <laughs> said a bunch of things that we love. Yeah. I love the feel of, uh, you know, fly fishing pole in your hands when you got a fish on. Um, but there are, we use the word love. In a lot of different ways. Right. About a lot of different things. And the difficulty with that is that in the English language, we really only have one word for love. And that is love. Mm -hmm. But you can love clothes and cars and people and God. And you just use the same word for all of that. Which is hilarious. Because if you think about it, like we have lots of words to distinguish between like, okay, food's really important for us. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have words for you know, pigs. <laughs> okay. That is a word. We have a word for pig and then dead pigs, pork. <laughs> we have a word for a cow and then and, beef and other, like even pig, pork, bacon. bacon, ham, like, yes. So food is important in our culture. Yeah. You would think love is, but we really only have one, one word for one word. love. The Greek language is a little bit different and that's what we want to talk with you about today. So the Bible contains four Greek concepts of love. Um, we don't see the actual words throughout scripture. Always some, some of them we do, um, not all four of them, but we see the concepts throughout the old and new Testament. And, um, even though the old Testament's in Hebrew, the new Testament's in Greek primarily, um, you see four Greek concepts for love and they're completely different. So we wanted to talk with you today about these different concepts of love and how it applies in our life, our family, our friendships, and in, even in our marriage. Mm. And I think it will kind of enlighten some people about 
and think maybe a little bit differently about the different kinds of love. Yeah. I think I have learned something just by doing this study. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So the first love, let's, let's start. Right okay. Now. So the first one is storge. Storge love is, um, the, the word that C.S. Lewis uses when he studies the four loves, he uses the word affection mm-hmm. to talk about storge love. Yeah. And affection, and it's more, so when we talk about storge, it's more of a, um, a natural inclination towards something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of like that baser thing. I love this thing. So it could be, I have an affection for coffee, right? Yeah. So it's very, it's very basic. When I think of storge, I think of fondness or comfort. Yes. Yeah. Comfort, the familiar, yep, that's um, it. you know, so like, um, even a, the love between a, a baby and a mother often can be that storge type of love. Um, it's this fondness and admiration and, and, um, affection. Yeah. Well, when you see animals, uh, an animal mother loving her, you know, young, that's storge. We could, Mm -hmm. we could watch it in, in nature. Yeah. That's, that's the sort of familiar, familiar Mm -hmm. or, um, that kind of love that it's, you know, it's natural. It happens. We don't have to teach it. We don't have to decide to have storge love. Mm -hmm. Um, it's actually the kind of love out of all four of them. Storge love is the kind of love that we experience the most often, Mm -hmm. even if we don't realize it or label it as Mm -hmm. such. Um, it's just, it's a very common type of love or fondness or admiration. Right. So most of the things that we were talking about, loving backpacking, loving sharp knives, (laughs) stuff like that. Um, that's, that's storge. There's a story behind that one, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) it goes back to uh, month one of marriage. Yeah. So yeah, that's our love for inside jokes. (laughs) So CS Lewis says this, he says, um, talking about storge love, he says it lives with humble undress, private things, soft slippers, old clothes, old jokes, the thump of a sleepy dog's tail on the kitchen floor, the sound of a sewing machine. And so he says, it's the familiar familiarity of quote, the people with whom you are thrown together in the family, the college, the mess, the ship, the religious house. So it's this, this, um, kind of mutual, um, affection that you can have toward a person or a a fondness toward a thing. Like, like you said, the sound of a, of a, of a sewing machine. It's funny. Mm -hmm. I read that and I thought, Back to my childhood, right. listening to my mom, you know, like she made everything. Like when you barely push the pedal, it goes <laughs> like, you know, like it brings and it brings back of uh, the familiar. Yes. The, you know, like, oh, it doesn't, you know, there's no intrinsic value, but that memory takes you back to like that, those mm-hmm. warm, like, oh, my old house on Sarah street. Yeah. So that's storge. Kind of nostalgia. Too. Yeah, totally nostalgia. In scripture, we see storge love, um, ex- examples of storge love, like the, um, mutual protection among Noah and his wife, their sons and daughter-in-laws in the, in Genesis. And then, um, the love of Jacob for his sons. And then the strong love that the sisters, Martha and Mary had for their brother, Lazarus throughout the gospels. Um, so just the family, that aspect of family love is also a part of storge love. It's connected. Yeah. And it was a vital part of, um, the ancient Jewish culture. Um, there's one verse that actually contains, uh, a, um, compound. Yeah. A compound of storge and it 
transitions us into the next love. So we'll read that scripture. It's Romans 12, 10. It says, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. And, um, the Greek word translated love there is philos storgos. Um, so it puts together the philos, which we're going to talk about next philia, um, and then storge. And it means loving dearly, being devoted, being very affectionate, loving in a way that's characteristic of the relationship, um, between a mother and child, father and son, or even that just loving kindness between a husband and wife. Um, so that brings us to our next one. Yeah. Philia. Philia. And, and think about, I think it's easy to think about philia. Uh, just because we kind of have a very s- different word, but it sounds the same, like phobia, mm-hmm. right? Phobia mm-hmm. is a strong repulsion. So if I have a phobia, um, arachnophobia, right? Like spiders are crawling <laughs> and I freak out, right? Or, yeah. you know, phobias are repulsive, but philia um, is more of a pull. It's an attraction. Attraction. Yeah. Um, and philia is that friendship type of love. So yeah. when you think about if going back a few episodes, when we talked about, if you don't have friends, you know, think about mm. that, um, the attraction component in your friendship. Are you attracting the people that you want to be like? Are they attracting you? Are you, do you have that, that pull toward each other instead yeah. of that phobia, like pushing apart? The ancients put a lot of emphasis on philia because it was the one that you could live without Hmm. but it was also the one that if you had that friendship love that deep friendship and we see this with david and jonathan Mm -hmm. uh, that deep friendship love um it 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 compounds the joy you have in life yeah i i counsel people all the time um that don't have friends and they're living okay lives, but they they feel like there's things missing. And it's like, mm-hmm. yes, you need friendships. You need good friendships. Yeah. And the thing is, is you have to cultivate those re- friendships. Mm-hmm. So in a consumer-based society about what can I get, it's very opposite of philia because you have to actually put uh, time and effort into friendship. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... Um that you talked about the ancients, you know, they actually, uh, one of the quotes that C.S. Lewis gave was that this was, um, the most fully human of all the loves, because like you said, from that consumer mm-hmm. perspective, the other three loves can lead to a tangible benefit. Affection enables us to have a sense of place and belonging. Mm-hmm. Romance lends itself to conception. Yep. And then agape provides a track to redemption. But you know, this philia love doesn't have like that consumer reward necessarily. Yeah. It's not a must. Yeah. However, we would argue that it is, it's very close to a must Yeah, just for living a full and well-lived life. So philia is found all throughout scripture. Um, this is probably the most general form of love that we see in the new mm-hmm. Testament. Um, so, you know, Christians are frequently exhorted to love their fellow Christians. Um, Philadelphia, which means brotherly love, appears a handful of times, like in Hebrews 13, 1, uh, where um, the writer of Hebrews is instructing to let brotherly love continue. I think probably the most interesting and actually enlightening for me, the part that was just very enlightening for me when I was reading about philia, was the fact that philia is a about something. Mm. So for instance, if we apply this to marriage, um, 
awesome friendships within marriage are about something. So we have lots of shoulder to shoulder time. Right. So some of the best, some of the best uh, memories that we have was when we were both in college, shoulder to shoulder, working on our laptops side by side. In a coffee shop. In a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and working on our degrees. Um, some of our best times were in the mountains when we're backpacking shoulder to shoulder. So yeah. we are, or even doing this, we're shoulder to sure. shoulder. We're, we're engaging in an activity together about something. About yeah, something. So good. this builds our friendship. Mm-hmm. The other things, um, are not so much that way or that other types of love. Right. Yeah. The philia love, this friendship shoulder to shoulder love that you're talking about has started movements, mm-hmm. right? When people can, um, kind of embrace something it's about something yeah. and they embrace that cause together mm-hmm. um they're dynamite yeah and so this is a this is a really really dynamic to use the same well, root type of love right for marriage even right and that's why it's so prevalent in the bible because it's it's um encouraging the church brotherly love mm-hmm. like if we can all shoulder to shoulder we're you know it, that's what binds us, brings us together toward a common goal and purpose. Yes. Embracing the vision of the leadership and, you know, the great commission and Mm -hmm. binding together shoulder Mm -hmm. to shoulder. You can make big waves as Mm -hmm. a movement, as a church body in your marriage. Right. Yeah. So, and in the opposite, right? If you don't have friends, be thinking of, well, okay, what do I want to be shoulder to shoulder, um, about with someone? Yeah. Right. And, and so like, make sure you're, you're going somewhere. Are you on a journey? Are you becoming, Mm -hmm. if you're not becoming, there can be no fellow travelers. (laughs) Right. So gotta be going somewhere. Yeah. So aim yourself at something and and work towards something that way you pick up, oh, you know, we can meet on that level. All right. Number three, Eros love. So I think Eros love is the kind of love that is most touted in our pop psychology. Mm -hmm. Um, culture, society, we, we talk about erotic love and they come from the same root, uh, although they're a little different Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that. But Eros love is also seen throughout scripture and, um, it's a special kind of love. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, um, Eros isn't used in the Greek in the new Testament, right? but we can see, we could see, um, Eros love, like in song of Solomon, Mm -hmm. it's all over that, even though that was written in Hebrew. Yeah, the word is not there, but it's that Greek concept of love that we see um, in Song of Solomon. But um, C.S. Lewis said, you know, different than friendship, lovers are always talking to one another about their love and are normally face-to-face absorbed in each other. Mm -hmm. So whereas philia love is shoulder-to-shoulder, let's work on something, it's about something. Um, Eros love is face-to-face, like very passionate and talking about your love. Right. So Eros is is the, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. That's the sort of love that the arrows is describing. Yep. So obviously the idea of sexual love is indicated here as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, the idea of passion and intensity is indicated mm-hmm. in the arrows, um, the word arrows. Um, in fact, the word was originally connected with the goddess arrows of Greek mythology. Um, so, there's a lot that can come from that, especially mm-hmm. in today's culture. Um, you know, the idea that that is love itself rather than just mm-hmm. Eros, ra- rather than just calling it Eros. Yeah. Um, I think people get, you know, the idea of that 
sexual, passionate um, feeling towards someone mixed up with love itself. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's, that's what C.S. Lewis does in his, in his book. He actually calls it Venus mm-hmm. when it's the baser, um, animalistic sort of drive yes. rather than Eros is, I like how he says Eros, like shoulder to shoulder is we're going towards something philia, but Eros is face to face. It's yeah. more, you, you are the, the subject of yeah. my love. Well, and, um, you know, when we think of the word erotic, we often think of something like naughty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, um, the idea of Eros was a little bit different than that because Eros described that healthy, common expression of physical love. Mm. Um, it wasn't just this like naughty or inappropriate. Right. Um, so it was, it was primarily referring to expressions of, of love carried out between a husband and right. a wife. Um, so the new Testament, like we talked about, doesn't broach the topic of Eros love. Um, but when new Testament writers discuss sexuality, it was usually in terms of boundaries, um, like in first Corinthians seven verses eight and nine. Um, but we wanted to read this passage that does totally paint a picture of Eros love in song of Solomon. Um, it says, Oh, that he would kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for your love is more delightful than wine. The fragrance of your perfume is intoxicating. Your name is perfume poured out. No wonder young women adore you. Take me with you. Let us hurry. Oh, that the king would bring me to his chambers. And this is Song of Solomon 1 verses 2 through 4. Um, So the Bible doesn't shy away from the reality of romantic love. Yes. We're all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Nor even the sensations of um, the physical passion. Okay. Okay. All right. So moving on. So the last type of love here uh, that we're going to talk about today is agape. Agape love is powerful because it's it's less a need love. Mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis talks about it's more of a, a give love. Mm. And, and it's a love based on willpower and not emotions and feelings. Yeah. So I, I am going to give of myself. Mm-hmm. And this is really what we see. I mean, the whole New Testament is, is, is beautifully illustrating this sort of love. Agape love requires faithfulness, commitment, mm-hmm. um, and that focus, that decision without expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a really beautiful act of charity really. Yeah. And in fact, C.S. Lewis, that's the word he, he associates most closely with agape is charity. Right. And of course the verse that we can, um, look at that, that beautifully paints this picture is, you know, love is gentle, love is Mm -hmm. kind, love is, um, I forgot all the (laughs) different loves, but the first Corinthians 13 passage. Yeah. Yeah. And even in first John four, eight, um, where it says God is love. He is the source of agape love. Mm. So he is the epitome of what it looks like to give and decide to make that conscious decision to pour out Mm. without expecting anything in return. And so this actually goes in, like I use this concept quite often in marriage counseling Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, if, if our love for each other is just simply something that I have to, you know, feel all the time. Mm-hmm. I might love, I, I might run out if yeah. I'm always the one giving and not receiving. You might be feeling uh, no fondness or admiration or affection toward your spouse today. Right. <laughs> but at some point, 
from the Christian example of what love mm-hmm. is, it's more of a decision. I decide to be loving yep. and I draw from an infinite well of love mm-hmm. that is from God. And the, the, it says clearly in the Bible, I mean, we're supposed to love because God loved us first. Right. And I think that's where we pull from. We pull from that love. Mm-hmm. You no, know, if, if I had an empty tank, I can't keep pouring out, pouring out. Yeah. But if I do have that, that infinite love that I can yeah. draw from, I can so much better love my spouse, even though I don't always feel like it. Right. It's a, it's a kind of love that is uh, born out of identity. Yeah. Really, you know, because God is love. Mm-hmm. And so everyone that the scripture says, everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And so mm-hmm. if you, if you can identify with God, if mm-hmm. you know, you are in Christ, that's your identity, mm-hmm. then love is going to pour out of you. How will they know you're my disciples by your love that you share one right. toward another. And so this is, this is a, a really high form of love yeah. that God shows toward us and that we're instructed to show toward our spouse and toward others. Yes. So what's really beautiful about this is in the marriage, we can love in all four ways. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to love in all four ways, to have a, a fulfilled and you know, fully known, fully loved yeah. marriage. In fact, the really special aspect of this discussion is that your spouse is the only one in the whole wide world that can love you in all four ways. Mm-hmm. You know, there are other people that, and things that we can love in certain ways, but your spouse is the only one that can love you in all four ways and is instructed to love you in all four ways. And it's reciprocal. You're supposed to love them back in all four ways. So you guys ready to nerd out a little bit? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have been cooking this up for quite some time. time. Yeah. I think way back when we started Dear Young Mary Couple, We were like wanting to nerd out on this, but we were like, let's give it some time. I think you were studying Greek at that time. And so mm-hmm. this was coming up. And so we, we were like, okay, let's do some. So we have something to, cool to show you here. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Ready? One, two, two three. three. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. We have two different versions of the most awesome crew neck sweater on the market. And this one is the black with white font that says Storge, Philia, Eros, Agape. And then we did an incognito one. And you could kind of see it. I don't know if you can see it on the camera. It looked cool, though. (laughs) Bang. This is the charcoal with black writing. Incognito. And then you could see, like... (laughs) See the cool, like... Logo. Logo on the back. I don't know if you, I don't even know if the can't, if this like <laughs> flashlight's helping, but we'll share product images once we get those with yeah. our, our awesome friend models that are going to be modeling. Yeah. These. So I think it's pretty cool. I actually was, wasn't sure how the incognito one would look and yeah. like, oh, this is cool. You can't really see it super well, but 
on purpose. It's epic. Yeah. yeah. I like it. So if you want more of a pop, um, you could go with these ones with the black with white, or if you want the more incognito look, yeah. the cool thing is you guys, these are conversation starters. Um, we've already had them walking around with them the last couple of days, um, where people are like, what does your sweater what say? And even if you can't remember the words themselves, which will include a little handout when we ship the sweaters to you. But even if you can't remember the words, um, you can just tell them like, it's the four Greek words for love. And then that's a whole conversation starter about scripture, about Christianity, marriage. about marriage. Yeah. And um, you could share with them, your spouse is the only one who can love you in all four ways. And I don't think anybody's going to have this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a very unique this concept is, so here. So if you're kind of a nerd or just way into high fashion, you know? <laughs> You can get these. And they're super cozy, by the way. Mm. Like, I was so impressed when we got them. I, I yeah, went and looked at good. samples before we got them printed, and I was like, oh, these are cozy. Yeah, she's been wearing it nonstop for, like, a couple days. I have. I even wore them in session the last couple days. So, well, obviously, you could tell that we like them. So, here's a just a cool Christmas gift or... Valentine's gift Valentine's, or whatever time of year you're yeah, watching this. It's just a cool gift. So, yeah, we love you guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed that kind of uh, talk about the four loves and I hope you like this too because it's cool. Oh, and P.S. You don't have to be married to get these. You can get them um, as a single um, purchase, a single unit even. Um, We... I think, you know, if you are watching the other um, product that we have out there, it's a custom sweater with your initials and your anniversary. That one you have to get in a set, but this one you can just get one of. So follow the link Mm -hmm. and we will get this to you. Yeah, we're excited. We can't wait to see you guys in them. Yeah, definitely. Share your photos with us. uh, Tag us in your photos. Should do like a hashtag for loves. Yeah, we'll we'll find a hashtag that actually isn't taken. We'll see. Yeah, we don't know if it's taken. Yeah, but hey, we're excited about this. We hope you are too. Share your feedback with us and um, we'll get these. uh, They're quick ship too. So we'll ship them out the day after you order and they should be to you uh, within a few days. Adios. Bye.